0: has announced that she's starting a podcast and uh okay now i do think we should lock her up
1: (laughs) the philadelphia phillies unveiled a new design for their team mascot the philly fanatic while the houston astros have revealed their new mascot Cheedy the camera
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man now i do think they should lock her up so i just saw a headline that Somewhere they were chanting "lock him up" at Mike Bloomberg today. Does anybody know what that was about? Why? And then also yesterday, Mike Bloomberg over the weekend, he tried to speak at a church in South Carolina because that's something you do in South Carolina for the Black religious vote, right? Um, the Bible, that's right, sir. But uh, everybody turned their back on him. The congregation turned their back on Bloomberg as oh, he was trying to speak to him because so, of the stop and frisk thing. Because of stop and frisk, so that's a so he's had a rough. He's had a rough go of it. He's yet to face voters at all. Tomorrow is the first day. And he's expected to finish below the 15% threshold, at least in Texas and California. Which means you get no delegates? Zero. You get
4: a zero out of them. All right. That's why I heard uh, various people uh, hoping that lots of people, lots of candidates got 15% or better in Cal Unicornia, especially because that would cut into Bernie's delegate count. Because
0: he could get an enormous number and be unbeatable. Or just a few, and on we go. Well, he's got a giant lead in California. He could actually lose Texas to Biden, though. Biden closed the gap. The thing is, and I wonder, what do most of us think about this early voting? Now, Democrats in particularly generally really push for early voting. They want long, easy voting periods. They want the more people... Who can't get their act together to vote as possible right. because it tends to be Democrat votes, right. whereas Republicans tend to be nope. You got to be at the polling place right. between these hours and these hours because it's exactly. people who got their act together, yeah. Um, uh, who t- who tend to vote Republican, but the early voting thing, and this was discussed a lot over the weekend. So Biden wins in South Carolina, huge. Could that change the minds of some people in California who thought he didn't have a chance? Well, it, it absolutely sure. could, sure. except for millions of them voted two weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a problem with the whole early voting thing is things change. Information about Bernie has come out last week. You didn't know. You didn't know he praised Fidel Castro maybe until last week. But you over already voted for him two weeks ago. Right. I don't know the, the the early voting problem does have problems.
4: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Anyway, yeah. we'll see. Yeah.
0: Uh but Biden is in first place among votes. He's in second place among delegates. Bernie has more delegates, which is the way you count it. But again, the Democratic Party is the party that wants to do away with the electoral electoral. <laughs> He can't say it. I can't say it. He can't it. say he it. He did it twice right there. Right there. <laughs> twice. Why don't you straight, Jack? Why don't you praise Castro next? But Democrats are the ones that want to do away with the Electoral College because, right, votes count. When In my world, whoever gets the most votes wins. Well, right. Biden's got the most votes right now. Right. Your version of the Electoral College, uh, Bernie's got the most votes. So yeah. We'll see how that works.
4: Yeah. Anytime you hear a politician shouting about principle, just to
0: understand that's because it helps them at the moment. And that's it. I mentioned who cares about the uh, coronavirus. I I don't, and nobody I know does, but we got these texts. Costco was worse than Christmas this weekend. People were stocking up because of the coronavirus. Wow. I live in the Portland area. The grocery stores around here Friday through the weekend were absolutely wiped out. It was like the day before Thanksgiving all over again. That's surprising to me. but That, That whole sort of herd mentality, and I don't. I don't mean it to sound that dismissive it's just it is what it is that that everybody else is doing it so I better do it is mm-hmm. a, is a powerful thing oh it is it's a powerful powerful feeling you get in your body it's the way the markets work to a great extent yep. you can you could go into the thinking now nah, everything's fine and then everybody around you is panicking you think well I, I better do that i don't want to be the stupid one right well, yeah, i yeah. stocked up on taquitos just three, four,
2: five boxes you know Excellent it's a idea.
4: delicious treat and will last for decades in your freezer michael uh, yeah, well, there, there's a reason it's a powerful impulse inside of you that's hard to, uh, hard to resist. It's because for, you know, many tens of thousands of years, if you saw all your fellow cavemen running away from something, you ought to run away yourself.
0: Hey, can you play uh, SNL 17 just because we're on the topic? Because I thought this was a pretty good joke. President Trump held a press conference today to educate the public about the coronavirus, but I'm not sure it worked because... According to a new survey, 38% of Americans say they won't drink Corona beer because it sounds like coronavirus, while the rest won't drink it because it tastes like syphilis. (laughs) That's a really good joke that he messed up, I thought. He tripped over his punchline because he started to (laughs) giggle, something
4: I've done done many, many times, and I'm not proud of it. Hey, listen, a lot of uh, conservatives, Republicans, whatever, in your blue West Coast states, uh, don't care what's happening Super Tuesday and are not going to show up. I, I am begging you to stay tuned for approximately 60 seconds, and I will tell you why it's incredibly important that you vote tomorrow, whether you care or not. First, a quick word from our sponsors, Simply Safe. We're talking home security here, property crime exploding In those very same blue states, and there's their traditional way to get a security system where techs do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's another way, simply safe.
0: Simply safe. You'll barely notice that it's there. You can install it yourself. You will install it yourself. It takes about 30 minutes to an hour, tops. It only costs 50 cents a day and no contracts. Most of these systems out there you sign up for, you're locked in, whether you like it or not. You're locked in for a long time. And Simply Safe is a two-time winner of CNET's Editor's Choice Award.
4: It's a really great product and it is super easy to install and works. Everything from outdoor cameras and doorbell alerts. To uh, entry motion glass break sensors for the inside of your home.
0: The Verge calls Simply Safe, the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong today and you'll get free shipping and a sixty-day risk-free trial.
4: Yep, nothing to lose. It's easy. Go to Simply Safe and it's two eyes in Simply. Isn't that crazy? SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. So here's the deal. The insidious Gavin Newsom and some of his buddies in the capital of Cal Unicornia have a brand new yanking more taxes out of you measure on the uh, on the ballot. And it's Prop 13, which is a famous proposition from the early 70s, which limited increases in property taxes. This is a different Prop 13. And you don't want it and you have to show up and vote against it, or you're gonna get hammered with even more taxes in Cal Unicornia and and they will squander the money and just give it to their cronies as they do everything else. The uh the LA Times had a big article about how um, the gas taxes that everybody fell for the last time around are actually not going to the roads, as promised. No way. They're, yeah, I know. They're going to uh, walking paths and unicorn trails and freaking <laughs> bullet trains and the rest of it. So, yeah, oh, reject that one.
0: Unicorn trails.
4: Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, speaking of voting, uh, we got this note. We've had several
0: notes Unicorn like this. trails with uh, no gender unicorn bathrooms every, every 500 feet. Right, exactly. Oh, that reminds me. Tangents, piled on
4: tangents here. Uh, here's a nice uh, big poster from uh, the University of Liverpool. Uh, Genital preferences are transphobic. So right. if you're a guy, for instance, I'll use myself as an example. I am a heterosexual male, or so I claim. If in college I dated a girl, then found out that she has a penis, and I
0: said, I don't
4: want to go out with you anymore because you You have male
0: genitals. You wouldn't come up with another reason? You'd go ahead and... (laughs) I'm
4: pretty simple and straightforward in my relationships. You don't think you'd
0: say, "Eh, we don't like the same music, and I just, I don't know. No, it's the penis. I want to have 15 kids, and you only want to have three. No,
4: no, no. It's the junk.
0: You have to put that final point on it.
4: But that would make me transphobic. According to the woke snowflakes of the postmodern intersectional world.
0: I'll bet you don't want to date me because I have a penis.
4: Correct. Top of the list. Way up at at the top. That's right. Anyway, so uh, we got this note. We've received several like this. Uh, Guys, uh, if you don't know this about Jack and I, we're both registered libertarians at this point. Uh, I know I, Joe, did it a number of years ago. In an effort to send a message to the Republican Party that they ought to remind themselves who they are
0: and what they're for. Um, but anyway. Do you see nationally independents outnumber Republicans for the first time in 50 years or something? I like? did see that. It's quite amazing. It is amazing.
4: Yeah. But anyway, uh, we get notes. Hey, guys, which libertarian candidates are you voting for? Who do, who do you like? You haven't been talking about blah, blah, blah. I'm so disillusioned at this point. After the Gary Johnson
0: fiasco. Well, your girlfriend turned out to have a penis. So I don't know. That's why you're disillusioned. Well, I'm, that's part of it. Imagine believing in a political party. That's, well,
4: we're, it's different. The Libertarian Party is different. We, we, we're we not hungering after power. You can tell because we're so bad at getting it. <laughs> I'm, I'm too- so disillusioned. Do your own research. What
0: am I over here? Google? I don't know. Vote for whoever you want. I don't believe in any party or any person. I really don't. I've, I've become so cynical. I was watching all those people cheer at speeches and stuff like that and think, who are you? You really think this person's that much different than all the other people? <laughs> look at them, I just think you're, you guys are all part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, or, or you're Wake faking up. it, or if you're faking it or something, I don't know what you're doing. But I don't know. Whoa! Really, really? All right, whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the deal we're making with the Taliban, as oh, they kept saying please. on Face the Nation yesterday. And I thought, you can't. We've been at war for twenty years. You can't change the name of the enemy right in the last week. That's unfair. We didn't battle the Nazis.
4: And the Japanese. <laughs> right at the end of it, you change right. the way you say it. Yeah. Uh, uh, victory over Japan is
0: practically assured. What?
4: No, no, no. Afghanistan.
0: <laughs> the Taliban. Pakistan. Um, more on that in a minute.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Is the
0: nation's longest war ever coming to an end? Looks like it. Uh, more on that in just a second. Yeah, so they're trying like crazy. Super Tuesday is tomorrow. I don't know if that's going to clarify anything. Bernie is still a force to be reckoned with, I assume. Bernard Sanders. little discussion
4: of Bernie and socialism during the next segment, including Mm -hmm. from folks who've lived under those systems who want to let you know the ad campaign is about as accurate as those pictures of fast food burgers that you see on TV.
0: Or is Bernie irrelevant because Biden is the comeback grandpa? (laughs) More on that coming up. So, Mike Pompeo, who's the current Secretary of State for the United States, was on Face the Nation yesterday, fresh from meetings with high level Taliban officials and trying to end the war in Afghanistan. Do you remember how the whole war in Afghanistan happened? The whole I do. thing started. We got attacked on 9 11, and uh, it was Osama bin Laden hiding in Afghanistan with Al Qaeda. Taliban was uh, sheltering him. And so we went there and uh, chased al-Qaeda and Osama bin Laden out of there, and uh, that happened pretty fast, and we probably should have left then, but um, that was 20 years ago. Left them to their miserable country. And then to what extent Taliban and al-Qaeda are the same I've never had sufficiently answered. Uh, and it turns out after reading the Afghanistan papers in the Washington Post, they never sufficiently answered it themselves mm-hmm. at top levels of governments through a number of min- administrations. But anyway, yes, yeah, and a- ask 10 experts. You will get 10 answers to that question. Yeah. Here's a little of Mike Pompeo yesterday on Face the Nation.
1: Yep, they said yesterday, signed a document, the gentleman I met with agreed that they would break that relationship and that they would work alongside of us to destroy, b- deny resources to and have al qaeda depart from that place
2: and you trust that
1: don't trust anything we're going to deliver it's about actions the agreement set out the conditions It set out the space but no this deal doesn't depend upon trusting anyone it has a deep complex well thought out multi-month negotiated verification complex and mechanism by which we can observe and hold every member of the agreement accountable. We'll do that. It's not about trust. It's about what happens on the ground. Not only yesterday, which was an important day, but in the days that follow.
0: Excellent. Well, it is, except for... Um, I haven't read the four pages that were released yesterday. Uh, Mike Pompeo kept r- r- referencing the the agreement is out there. It's in public. Read it for yourself. It's right there. I haven't read it. Steve Hayes of the Dispatch has, and I trust Steve Hayes. I'm a, I'm a fan of his. He said... Uh, there's no verification mechanism at all in the publicly released text of the deal. The agreement doesn't require much of the Taliban, and what it does require cannot be verified. The question for the Trump administration is a simple one. Did you sign an agreement with the Taliban without any verification mechanism? Or are there additional parts of the deal you're not releasing to the American public? Uh, Pompeo said a number of times yesterday, there are no side deals. It's all right here in the four pages. Well, wait a minute. But the verification mechanism is not in there. Also... Um Pompeo said, for the first time, the Taliban is publicly splitting in writing from Al-Qaeda. Okay, and I thought, well, that's cool. Other administrations have won it. Trump have got him to say it. But that's also not in the agreement. It's not in the four pages that were released. Okay. That Taliban is officially, you know, breaking with Al-Qaeda. So I don't know. Well,
4: and and uh, so I don't particularly like to get BS'd or misled. I'm not sure what's
0: going on there. Um, well, the headline from Steve Hayes is... It's an exit deal, not a peace deal. which okay. that doesn't surprise me a bit. Okay, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, let's just get out. It, we weren't accomplishing anything five years ago or a month from now. Right, let's get out.
4: Right, y'all, uh si doin' with the tele, with the uh, Al Qaeda guys or ISIS at any point in the near future? We will absolutely carpet bam, bomb you forward to the Stone Age. Yeah, other would, than that, we're getting our guys out. I would imagine that the Afghan argue, uh, government is just not. Not something our Boy. our
0: people should be losing their lives doing. Well, I heard a representative of the Afghan or the the, the Afghan government there in Kabul, um, which is the only area of the country they really have any sway whatsoever, and they barely do there. But I heard a representative on NPR this morning talking about women's rights and and this and I thought they're going to be no women's rights, and it, you probably ought to get out of the country; they're going to kill you. Right. Right. I mean, that sucks. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. It's tragic. But the United States can't be in charge of making sure that doesn't happen. Right. There are lots of countries like that
4: around the world. I am just going to say, hell, there are a dozen in Africa. Right now, you could give long, brutal descriptions of the rights of women, children, minorities... You know, gay people, which whoever you're the most concerned about, we could give you a long description of how, you know, that by all that is good and holy, the regimes in those countries should be overthrown and we should rush in and and, and support some sort of provisional government. And the argument would be every bit as sound as the Afghanistan thing. With the exception of, you could argue that we broke it, so we bought it. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: It was pretty broken when we got there.
4: uh, Yeah, exactly. And if after all these years, the legitimate Afghan government, Hasn't gotten its footing and enough popular support to uh, to hold its own, then then it's it's a lost cause.
0: I think Trump's politically safe on this one. I don't think I don't think the Democratic Party is going to argue for staying in Afghanistan longer and more troops. No,
4: I don't think there's a a very big constituency that would say he cut and run. I don't think so. Enough, no more lives.
3: Strong
0: and Getty Show. Uh, I know these are terribly complicated questions and our time is up, but are you a capitalist? No, I'm not a capitalist. So you don't believe in the profit mode of free enterprise? If I have a better mousetrap, I make more money. There's and
1: something can- to be said for free enterprise on a local level. And competition. But what we're happening in our society is we don't live in a free enterprise society. You live in a corporate capitalist society where, in virtually every single industry, you have giant, multi billion dollar corporations competing, driving the small businessman. But let's
0: pretend it would work without all that kind of acquisition of power that is unfair and doesn't. Do
1: I believe that the profit motive is fundamental to human nature? The answer is no. I think the spirit of cooperation that you and I can work together better rather than having to compete against each other and destroy each other. Bernard Sanders.
0: The spirit of cooperation. ...is stronger in mankind than the spirit of competition. Wow. That is
4: just not true. You are wrong. Mm -hmm. You're a nut. You're an ideologue. Listen, if you... That's Bernie Sanders on uh, uh, Phil Donahue from 1981. If you or yours have any sympathy for Bernie's message or, God help you, you're going to vote for him. I would like to kill that notion in the following radio segment. Wow. I hope we can squeeze this
0: all in. Joe, killing notions. Um, Weekday mornings.
4: With the help of uh, some some of our fine listeners who have written some very insightful uh, things and or shared their experiences, this one from uh, Ileon, who writes uh, in response specifically to that clip, Bernie's thoughts from the Donahue Donahue interview about it being a world of corporate capitalism driving the small businessman out. My first thought was that every single Internet or large tech company and all of the various startups that exist today didn't even exist then when he said that. But in the meantime, have created so many high-quality jobs, taken down industries like newspapers, transformed the way we live, brought democratized information communication for better or worse, yada, yada. I'd love to see someone ask Bernie a question like, hey, Bernie, all the big tech companies today started out as small local garage companies. Isn't that a success? Isn't that what you campaign for, small companies taking on the big establishment? What do you think about that? Well, he just explained how that couldn't happen anymore in the 1980s, for God's sake.
0: <clears throat> then a personal experience. Don't have to worry about it. Biden won Saturday. He's come back, grandpa. Yeah, I'm just
4: afraid that the uh, the ideas are being normalized and that they will oh, continue to grow. Oh, without a
0: doubt.
3: Without yeah. a doubt.
4: Yeah. Uh, I took highlighter in hand to highlight this note from Andrew, who emigrated from Poland when it was under the Soviet Union and I could not find a single thing I wanted to leave out. So here are Andrew's words for you. I left Poland in 1983, seeking status of a political refugee in Austria first, then spent six months in a refugee camp applying for a U.S. visa. We, my, uh, me and my family, my wife and three-year-old daughter, were denied American visas at first and appealed that decision. In our last sentence, in our appeal, we pointed out a major reason we wanted to emigrate to the USA. In our opinion, the USA was... At that time, the only place in the world where the socialism and communism ideas had no chance to succeed. I hope that is still a true statement. I've been living in the U- in America for 36 years, and for the first time in my life, I'm scared. I'm not afraid of Bernie Sanders. I'm afraid of all those thousands of people at his rallies who are buying into his preaching all those thousands of mostly young people who were brainwashed in our colleges their minds manipulated by the army of liberal professors who have no idea what they're proposing they never lived in socialism or communism like i did i witnessed it with my own eyes yes we had free education but like everything free was one hundred percent controlled by the regime they taught us only what was necessary to keep them in power. Free health care? When I was 17 years old, I was attacked with rheumatic fever. I was waiting bedridden in horrible pain for two months to see a specialist. In the meantime, my fever inflamed my heart, and I was told that in another week I could die from a heart attack at 17 years old. That's what you want? We all know that government cannot efficiently run Amtrak, not to mention healthcare care or education. By the way, I should have mentioned that uh, Andrew's an engineer. He is a, 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 a smart man and a practical man.
0: Amtrak's a good example. I always use the DMV, and I, I don't, I don't, I've never heard a good uh, refute to that. Why would healthcare be run any better than Amtrak or the DMV?
4: We have evidence all over how they waste money and how many government projects failed with billions of dollars already spent. Life in socialism changes all your standards. You start to lie, to cheat, to steal. It takes your soul away. Why do you think that only once in history socialism was chosen in an election uh, in Chile? It did not last, fortunately for all Chileans. It was always forced on people by the tips of bayonets and lasted only through creating fear. Why? Because human nature does not accept the reward system promoted by this idea. Nobody with a little bit of imagination can accept the idea that results of his individual effort, commitments, talents, and hard work will be shared with people, not necessarily unfortunate, but just lazy, stupid, and not willing to participate. Nobody is entitled to the results of my work unless I and only I decide to share it. Intellect without compassion is a waste, but compassion without the intellect is dangerous. I lived in a socialist system. I can assure you that it is not paradise. By the way, Sweden, Norway, and Denmark are not socialistic countries. They feel offended when they hear that. They spend tremendous amount of money on social programs and have started to regret it. I actually have, uh, perhaps you saw saw this, Fareed Zakaria, of all people, on CNN unleashed an editorial on the air then it was reprinted in the Washington uh, Post, explaining how the countries Bernie points to are not socialist utopias. Number one, they've gone away from his ideas. And number two, their taxes are punishing on the poor and and working class and middle class. Hmm. Fareed Zakaria, of all people, Um America is not all sunshine and rainbows, writes Andrew, but what it gives you is a freedom of choice, and we do not need crazy social democrats deciding what that choice is going to be. They do not know what we want and what is good for us. We do. Now, at the risk of going on a little too long, I want to give credit to two other listeners who are obviously thinkers who, um, who shared these things. Uh, Chris writes, Guys, socialism's fundamental premise is that equality be- between all citizens is desirable. But as Aristotle and St. Thomas Aquinas point out, that's pretty good too for right there. Yeah. Aristotle and St. Thomas Aquinas. This perfect equality is a violation of justice. To act in accord with justice means to render what is due to each person. Each person is due different things and different amounts of things based on their conduct. To distribute equally to all citizens, regardless of conduct, is to send the message that conduct itself is unimportant. At that point, societal conduct breaks down because the idea of justice, which is central to all virtues, has been completely obscured. That's that, pretty good. That's brilliant. This is why socialism has always failed and always will fail. Well-ordered hierarchies with fairness
0: are good in themselves. Yeah, see, this is this is the part of the argument that, that uh, concerns me. Um, there's too much time spent on the... Wait a second, Bernie's not talking about the government takeover of means of production. That's the definition of socialism. Nah, it's all this other stuff that's gonna doom us. Just the idea that everybody should get equal results. That will doom us. The government, uh, uh, the level to which government is involved in our lives and just the red tape and bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. That will doom us without government means of production. It will crush
4: our spirits for, uh, for decades was it sweden i have it in front of me i'll grab it but for decades sweden had zero economic growth zero when they went full-on uh huge uh safety net socialisty and they reformed it in the 90s they had to because their economy was dying they created zero new jobs for i think it was 25 years can you imagine that and that's what i'm always saying if you remove the incentives for hard work, for innovation, from the United States, confiscate so much of those results that people just aren't inspired anymore, you will see a choking off of the economy that will make 05 through 08 look like a joyride.
0: You're wrong. Bernie said people are motivated by cooperation, not competition.
4: Bernie is a crazy old (laughs) bastard, and only college professors and youngsters are so lacking in life experience that they could
0: buy it. Bernard Sanders. You're a loser. Well, even Phil Donahue was arguing with him. I don't know if you remember who Phil Donahue was politically. He was a liberal. First of all, the eyeglasses of that era were astounding. I Mm. wonder if that's going to make a comeback. (laughs) I mean, they were just huge. Remember that today's styles will be chuckled at tomorrow. Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, But so the reason Bernie Sanders was on Phil Donahue in 1981 is Bernie had just won uh, being mayor in Burlington. Ah, And it was so wild. That's his first full-time job at age 39. It was so wild. In 1981, Reagan had just been elected. It was so wild that a socialist was mayor that he was on, there was an article in the New York Times, it was in Time Magazine, he's on the Today Show with Phil Donahue. That's how extraordinary it was that a socialist would be elected in 1981. A town mm-hmm. of 30,000 people. Right. Nobody should who even... care. cares? Nobody knows who the mayor is of a town of 30,000 people. You ought to be one of those towns that elects a cat just because it's funny. But somewhere in America, there was a guy who's a socialist was elected. That's how crazy the idea was in 1980. Yeah. It wouldn't, wouldn't make the news now because there are enough people that think socialism is a good idea. Yeah, good. All college professors... Plenty of of uh, towns. Plenty of journalists. Plenty of journalists. That, so yeah, I I thought that was interesting. One mayor of a town of thirty thousand people getting elected as a socialist, in nineteen eighty one, was national newsworthy, right? Because it was right. such a, uh, a a a. a Dustbin of history ideology but now it's made a comeback a huge comeback.
4: You know there's a lot more on this some more thoughts I want to share. I don't want to beat you to death. We'll take a little break. But just if you have to go to work, you're you're getting out of your car, you're going away, just take this with you. Confiscating money and goods from somebody else at the point of the government's gun because it makes you feel good, it makes you feel generous is not generosity. It is the opposite of generosity. It is greed and selfishness of the worst sort to to massage my ego and my conscience i'm going to send the government to take your stuff and give it to somebody else that's not generous that's awful
0: i have important judge judy news on the way all right (laughs) stay tuned
3: armstrong and getty The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. One month after Wuhan sealed off its borders, its roads are empty and
0: construction sites are abandoned. Residents had been permitted to leave their residential compounds once every seven days. But this week, loudspeakers placed on street corners notified households of a change.
1: From now on, nobody can go out. Holy sh! A talking box that tells you you can't leave your house feels pretty dystopian. To be honest, I much prefer our dystopia, where a talking box listens to all our conversations and then tells Jeff Bezos when I'll
4: need underwear next. It's such a convenient way to give up everything.
0: Uh, oh, That's pretty good from John Oliver. Yeah, Yeah, so you used to be able to leave your house once a week. Now they've got speakers set out on the sidewalks. All around Wuhan saying, no, nah, you're not allowed to leave your house at all. This is a reminder, we're your government speaking. You're not allowed to leave your house. Yeah. Imagine that. Nice now system. come on, China. Come on, China. <laughs> handful of universities have suspended their uh, study
4: abroad programs. American universities.
0: Well, yeah. An
4: abundance of
0: caution. So um, I had another one of those. Hold on. Mm -hmm. You know what
4: I've figured out while you're looking for that? It is impossible to figure out the fatality rate of the coronavirus because the number of cases is a complete unknown. They're thinking more and more. There are a lot of people walking around with mild cases who would never suspect they had it. So how can you tell what percentage of people die when you have no earthly idea how many people have it?
0: Six schools in the Seattle area have announced closures as a precaution for the virus. That seems like an overreaction to me. Well, th- there
4: you're... has not been a documented case of a child anywhere on Earth succumbing to this disease. So that strikes me as a bit curious. But what are you going to do? As you have pointed out before, you are never hammered for overreacting as a government official. Just underreact.
0: But you're doomed if you even slightly underreact. Yeah. Uh, Semi-breaking news here. The Supreme Court agreed today to take up Obamacare again for the third time. Uh, but they're not going to take it up. Everything's a reboot these days. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. No. Obama! They're not going to take it up until after the 2020 election, but it's, once again, whether or not it's constitutional. They're going to uh 20 democratic states have challenged a lower court ruling that declared part of it unconstitutional so now the Supreme Court is going to decide yes or no on whether or not it is constitutional. All right. So did the first two times they said this is fine but just for now we'll revisit it again. How does it keep going back? Well, there are, I have a feeling I haven't read that story but
4: there are various aspects of it that they look at specifically. Cause the lawyers have torn the thing apart and said, you know, this part of it is clearly unconstitutional, but you got to wait months and months or gotcha. years till the Supreme Court takes it up. But I tell you what, these, uh, these people, laugh it up, you cobblestone crunching belly wobblers. Oh, you're back on that Joe Biden insult The insult site. bot. Yeah, now, yeah, the Joe Biden <laughs> insult bot. Take the slow boat to Tinseltown, you two timing
0: sneaksby. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one about Being a trike hat. A tri-corner <laughs> hat thief? I like that one quite a bit. Uh, let's see. Where is Joe that? Joe Biden, the big winner on Saturday in South Carolina. Oh, it yeah. It makes a difference.
4: Yeah. Kick rocks, you stink. I need tri-corner hat thief. <laughs> You're one taffy short of a candy shop, you pork and beans-eating son of a meatball. <laughs> I apologize for that. Oh, man. Joe Biden hoping to take his chain to Bernie Sanders' head. We'll find out.
0: Do you think I'm going to wrap this chain around your head? Is this a complete one off, or do you think this is a resurgence of Joe Biden? Everybody, uh... because there's a lot of anti Bernie out there, a lot, (laughs) including some of the big media. And they got to rally behind somebody. I
4: don't know. I'm out of the prediction business.
0: Man, Scarborough is going huge on the media's creation of Bernie and all his support on how they're just, you know, they're just out of their minds. Yes. They're developing a story that doesn't exist about how great Bernie is. So th- those 10,000 people rallies, those are all media members? Well, I, yeah, I think he was pushing it a little far because Bernie has a tremendous yeah. amount of support. Oh, but, man,
4: I saw that Boston rally he did. It was insane.
0: Yeah. It looked like Woodstock.
4: Yeah. Come on, kids. Damn! Well they're not teaching history at colleges anymore. It's just yeah, it's just <laughs> transgender immigrant women's studies.
0: Only Bernie and Trump can get crowds like that.
4: I um, say stuff it in your gym jam, you little gutless mister
0: Big Legs. <laughs> That's the Joe Biden insult bot. You can picture or you can hear any of those coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Mr. Just, Big Legs, <laughs> Mr. Big Legs. What? Oh, we got to play the clip while we're on the topic. I had something else, but we have the clip from Fox, uh, Joe Biden on Fox yesterday. Do we have time for that? How much time we oh got, Chris Michael? Wallace? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got plenty of time. So let's play this. So it starts with a Trump clip that's kind of fun, but let it listen clear to the end because it has kind of a funny ending to it.
4: Thirty-seven. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Please come back in less than thirteen years, sir. Actually, does all right, matter. Chuck. Thank you very much. You. Uh, all right, uh, it's Chris. I mean, but anyway, Chris, I just did Chris.
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I I just did Chuck.
4: <laughs> so, <laughs> Tell it to the judge, you cobblestone crunch and deuce diamonds. I'm sorry. What part was
0: it missing? Eh, never mind. Right. Um. So we got some kind of breaking news from uh, Judge Judy. The biggest shift. In syndication since Oprah left TV. Who's the highest paid person paid person in all of television? Judge Freakin Judy. Yep. Who now makes forty seven million dollars a year.
4: Oh wow.
0: Forty seven million a
4: year. Tom Brady's her gardener. God, who is watching Judge Judy? Lots anyway, and lots of people who buy lots and lots of products.
0: She's going to be on Ellen today, delivering that she is leaving CBS. Uh, CBS wants to do something different. I think CBS finally decided, we just can't keep paying this old broad $47 million or whatever. 25 seasons of that show. Wow. And she's going to start a new show called, uh, what is it called? Something else. The J- 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 Judy Justice. She's going to start Judy Justice somewhere else, and she hasn't said oh,
4: what. Oh, so she's staying in the biz. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because I've always wanted to do a judge show. She's I sem- think that's that's what I should be doing. That's really my dream job.
0: Clearly, she likes doing it or feels like she'd be unfulfilled if she didn't do it, because she's got more money than you could spend in a 100 lifetimes yeah. at $47 million a year, and she's been doing it for 25 years. She's 77 years old, and she says, uh, I'm not tired. And if you're not tired, you're not supposed to stop huh okay she's one of
4: those folks i can respect that so i need a catchphrase sean you're clever can you help me with this time to do some judging
0: that's solid think of that
4: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i've heard both cases and i tell you what i can't wait to render a verdict right after the commercials it's time to do some judging that's what i'd say
0: I'm picturing like a, like a ticking clock with a gavel bang. You know, you'd sound, you'd sound uh, tie it to a sounder or something. Right, yeah, exactly. do do Time to do some judges. I like it. If you love
1: sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
3: Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
2: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's reality, Podcast. reality Podcast.
3: We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room.
4: We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right,